Hello everyone, my name is Mally, and I'm so excited to be your host here on the New Creations Podcast. Welcome back. If it's your first time, I'm so excited to have you here. And if you've been here before, thank you for spending your day with me again. Um, it's such a blessing to me that you would take time out of your day, out of your life, uh, to chat and have a moment with me. And of course, with Jesus. So I want to say thank you. But without any more hesitation, let's just open it up with prayer because God is faithful and we want him to speak and we don't want to be a hindrance. So Lord God, we just thank you for the opportunity to be a part of your kingdom and a part of your family. Lord God, I thank you that even in the midst of a season or a storm, you're there, you're ever present and your love never ceases. God, we don't know what you have in store for us. We don't know what you've got planned. But what we want to say with our hearts and with our actions is whatever you have next, God, whatever you're looking to do, I'm available. So God, we just pray that you go before us as we go out into our day, as we go out into our week, and that you would do what only you can do, that you'd heal hearts, that you'd rewrite stories, and that you continue to be the God that transforms us into new creations. Amen. All right, y'all. How have you been? How has your week been? Good? Rough? I can say amen to both of those. I think that this song that I actually selected for this week has been such a blessing to me even before I got to this point where I started to do this podcast. A lot of the times people think things happen by coincidence, right? I believe that God is so intentional with everything that he does. Nothing Nothing where God is involved is a coincidence. And, you know, in my life, I've always tried to have the heart position of, Lord, like, here I am, I'm available. But when it came to this podcast, I really felt God call me to do it and then immediately just was active, you know, and getting started with it and making it a priority, making it something that I not only told people I was going to do, but I followed through with. And um, it's so funny that this will surprise a lot of you, (laughs) but I went ahead when I first decided I wanted to do this podcast, I went ahead and I made talking points for the whole month. And I even had ideas for June because God was just speaking to me and I was like, I'm writing these down because I don't want to miss anything. You know, I want to make sure that I'm doing exactly what he feels Um, I should be doing and talking about what he feels I should be talking about. And I don't want to just come in to the podcast every week and kind of just be like, oh, well, you know, whatever I feel led to talk. No, I wanted to prepare some things. And then whatever God chose to do with the effort that I put forward, I was ready. I was ready to receive that. But it's so funny because this episode, like I said, I, I wrote the talking points for each week way before the time that I record them and I actually speak to you guys. And this is actually something that I um, I need. Um, the song for the week is available, like I said, by Elevation Worship. If you haven't heard it, the lyrics say, I hear you call. I am available. I'll say, yes, Lord, I am available. Are you taking the time in your life to make room for what God wants to do and with your, not only mouth, but with your time and with your actions, are you saying, Lord, I'm available? I think a lot of the times we get caught up in life, in love, in work, in school, in so many other things that we don't make the time that we should. And even sometimes when we're making that time, the time that we spend with him is very much us letting God know what our plans are for our life. It's like, oh God, so I'm going to do this this week. 
and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. But what God is really looking for us to do is to come to him hands open, plans thrown away and to say, Lord, whatever you want to do, here I am. But I think something really important to remember is that in coming to God and saying, Lord, I'm available, use me. I give you my life and I give you my time because you're worthy of it. When you do that, it's going to cost you something. This world likes to continue to sell people this idea that you can have the best of the best with very minimal effort. And you just see that at face value with things like fast food, with things like fast fashion, um, and even makeup trends. It's like, oh, you could get this look without having to put in as much effort, right? Or, or work. And very often we think that going into things, it's, it's not going to cost us salvation for all of us cost Jesus. It cost him his life. He had to lay his life down. And so we should come to the throne. We should come into the house of God with that same mindset. Walking with Jesus is going to cost me something. It might cost you your friends. It might cost you your relationship. It might cost you that job that you've always wanted because you know that the job that you really want to do isn't going to glorify God and it's not going to honor him. So you have to say no to that. Are you willing to say, you know what, God, I'm available for what you have planned. And I don't want to take my life, this life that you've given me, not even my life. When you give your life to Christ, you are giving your life to Christ. I think sometimes when we hear that phrase, we don't understand the magnitude. If you are saying that you gave your life to Christ, it's not yours anymore. It's not about what you want. It's not about what you think. It's about what God says, and it's about his plan, and it's about what he has in store rather than what you think makes sense to you. You know, God tells us don't lean on your own understanding. I think a lot of us have believed this idea that if you plan and you organize everything and you do this and you do that, everything will go perfect in your life. How many of us can be honest with ourselves and be real about the fact that we make plans, we have hopes, we have dreams, and very often they don't go the way that we plan. But it's okay. Even in what looks like failures to us, God has a way of using them to a lot of the time bring something out of us, to maybe build a character, to maybe help us face ourselves, face our hurts, find healing, find freedom. Something really important that I want you guys to get from this podcast is an understanding and a realization of the fact that as a child of God, you have a right to freedom. That is your right. The thing about rights is if we don't know them, people can abuse them and we won't get to actually experience our rights because we don't know them. So don't live your life in bondage because of this mindset that it's too big for God or that you've struggled for too long or that the hurt is too deep. Nothing is impossible for God. It may be impossible for you, but it's not impossible for God. I think the thing about surrendering our plans and surrendering, you know, our feelings is that it's a hard thing to do. This world has been consistently telling us over the past, what, year? Probably longer than that, but mainly this year, that if you feel something, then that means it's true. Let's be real. Feelings are fleeting. It's not about how you feel. It's about what you're going to do. I think the best example to paint a picture of this is like when we think of love, right? Very often, people will get into relationships because they've 
fallen in love with somebody and because they have feelings for someone they'll get in a relationship but once the dust settles and then you have to really look at the person for who they are with their flaws with their struggles very often people have to like choose and society has told us well if that person has issues you should leave this society and this culture has propelled this cancel culture and then also this like running away from your issues culture Listen, I'm not telling anyone to stay in an abusive friendship, relationship, anything of the sort. But what I am telling you is that the expectation when you get into something with someone is that it's not going to be easy. You need to have a foundation and it should be in Jesus Christ. But I think it's really important to have that mindset of do not look for your partner to be perfect. Don't have that expectation for them because they will fail you. Very often in life, we, we work out of this perfection mindset. And listen, I do it too, okay? This is not me coming sanctified and, you know, like I don't have issues. I have issues, okay? For sure. Perfectionism is one of them. When it comes to something that I do, if it's important to me, if it's for people that I care about, I want it to be perfect. But the way that I've changed that mindset and I'm working out of it because of the grace of God seeking excellence rather than perfection. Excellence is I'm going to give my best. How can you expect perfection from an individual who's imperfect? Don't put that pressure on yourself. When you do that, you miss out on all the joy that God could be trying to bring into your life. Let's be real. Everyone in this world wants to be liked, wants to be loved, wants to be cared for, right? We all want that. But society has convinced us that you have to be perfect in order to receive it. That is not the God that we serve. And that's not the God that we follow. The same way Jesus said to us, come as you are, and he is going to do his work in your heart. That is the same way that we should be when it comes to relationships with people. Your friends are going to fail you. They're going to hurt your feelings. They're going to do things that are insensitive uh, because they're humans. Relationship with people is not about perfection. And it's time for us to get out of that mentality because that is bondage. That is what the devil specializes in. The idea of if you fall short, you're no longer worthy. We are not justified by work. We are only justified by Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. But I think we should also talk about the idea of good works. Some think that they're saved by the works that they do, and others genuinely believe that Jesus is the only way you get to heaven. I'm of the latter half, but I do think it's important to not miss out on the fact that if God has done something in your life, the fruit of what God has done in your life should be action. It should be works. The fruit of faith in Jesus should be works. You should be doing something. You should be volunteering. You should be singing or worshiping or hosting, or doing whatever it is that you know that God has called you to do because of the gifts that he's given you. We shouldn't think that because Jesus died and we're saved and that we're sanctified through him, that all of a sudden we can be lazy and not do our job. Our job is to spread the good news. And spreading the good news is not just talking about Jesus. It's living like Jesus is our savior. Be sincere in the love that you give to people. Listen, I know people are hard to love. I'll be the first one to tell you, loving is hard. But love is not something 
that we earn. It's something that is given. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. And I don't know what kind of situation or season you're in right now. But I know that even in that season, God is faithful. A lot of the times we'll come to a place where we're lost and we don't know what we should do. I think that those are the best places to be. That's where God does his best work. When you have no clue, God is able to move you and use you in ways that he wouldn't be able to if you had plans and you knew exactly where your end destination was. So don't take this mentality of needing to plan everything. Don't let that be your foundation. It shouldn't be. Your foundation should be, I will do what God has called me to do. Anything outside of that is not for me to worry about. So I encourage you, walk in obedience, no matter what that looks like. For some of you, that looks like saying goodbye to friends. For some of you, that looks like saying yes to something that terrifies you. For some of you, that looks like giving God room to make things new. The truth is we all have issues, but it's a lie if we think that these things have just happened to us by coincidence or that we're struggling with them still because of some random occurrence. There's a root. I encourage you with whatever you're struggling with today, find the root and cut it. God compares us a lot of the time to, to trees and vines and things in nature that he's created. And when something is bad, you have to go and pull it up from the root. You can't just snip the top of it and think that that's going to resolve your issue. No, it'll grow again. And sometimes it'll grow differently. You know, the devil is one of the earth, right? And so he'll be that same contorted way that if you don't cut off the thing that he's using in your life to wreak havoc and shame and guilt, he will just find another way for it to come out. And I think a lot of us go through life with this idea or this assumption that we found freedom when really we're in a position we're comfortable and the devil doesn't need to tempt us because he knows you're not going to move and do anything anyway. So there's no reason to tempt you. You're going to stay right there and you're going to keep your mouth shut. You're going to do life as you've been doing life. God is not a God of your comfort zone, okay? We have to remember that, yes, he has given us the Holy Spirit as a comforter. God gave us someone to bring us comfort because he knew that we were going to be put in uncomfortable situations. Jesus had an, a choice when he went to the cross. He had the opportunity to say, you know what, Lord, these people don't deserve it. But what did he say in that garden? He said, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. So that same expectation is on us. In your life, you need to say, not my will, God, but yours. I hope that each and every one of you find freedom. Because otherwise, you'll miss out on genuine relationship with Christ, genuine relationship with other people that are Christians. You'll miss out on really living. And God tells us that this is not our home, right? We shouldn't get super comfortable here and get fixated on the things of this world. But at the same time, he's encouraged us to be conquerors. It says that in Romans uh, chapter 8, verse 37 to 39, there's, there's so much more in, in those verses. I encourage you to read it. I'll, I'll put it below in the description of the episode. I always do that. Any verses that I that I share with you guys, I'll list them even if I don't quote them word for word in the podcast because I want you to have the word of God because it's the only thing that's going to really hold you down and give you truth. And so 
don't miss out. You know, last week I talked about what is your stepping out onto the water, stepping out of the boat moment. I think the truth is sometimes we don't get to choose when we step out of the boat. Jesus called to Peter, okay? He called him out. Sometimes calling out looks like you getting put in a situation where you don't have a say. (laughs) So you need to get ready. Life is a journey. And the most important thing when it comes to life is how you live it. God wants us to have relationship with him. And if we were perfect, we wouldn't need him. I've struggled with it too. Like I said, people pleasing, not eating, a plethora of things that I've struggled with. Perfectionism has been one of them. Understand who you are in Christ and very quickly, the things that the enemy is trying to use to cut off things that God has put in your life will get exposed. And don't believe the lie that because you're struggling, that you are less loved, that you're less deserving of love, that you are less valuable because that is a lie from the pit of hell. Our God is a a God of perfection, right? He does things intentionally and he gives us free will. But if God wanted to right the wrongs that we had committed against him, why would he only send him for those people that do good things? That's again, trying to give us more, perpetuate this idea of if you're good enough, if you work hard enough, then you'll be saved. The truth is none of us are good enough. There are things that you and I have thought about people. We may have never uttered it, but the Lord knows things that we've looked at, things that we've done that we know are not right. Maybe things we've even said to God that we know are not right. I'm not trying to hold that over you. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to push you down with that. That's not what I'm saying. But I want you to understand that when you sin against God, that's a stain on your soul that can only be removed by Jesus. And God, knowing the beginning to the end, he would not send his son to die so that you would have to be in this continuous fear of losing relationship with him. Fear is not of God. Someone that's telling you that you need to do these things for God to love you, that is a lie. Because again, it perpetuates this idea of fear. There's a difference between fear and then fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord is reverence for the fact that all things were created by him and that in him, he reserves all power and supreme authority. That is the fear of the Lord. I don't want to mess with Jesus, do you? Fear in general, it's never fact, but it very often is meant to derail you from what God is trying to do in your life. Don't let the devil convince you that the things that God has sent to bless you, you are unworthy of them. Guess what? If you've been sinning and you've been wandering away from God, you do need to repent. You do need to take the time to get back on your knees before the Lord in an honest heart position. But understand that the gifts that God gives, they are gifts. When we give gifts to people, the way we do it here on earth is that, you know, someone is really nice to us and then we give them a gift. I've started to walk out this giving gifts to people because it's a beautiful thing to do. You don't have to do anything to earn it. You don't have to feel weird about receiving it. I gave it to you because I have enough to share. Do you have enough to share? Do you have joy to share? Do you have hope to share? Do you have peace to share? If your answer is no, that's okay because God wants to meet with you and help you on that journey. And so do I. 
So if you're struggling in any way, please DM me, take the time to talk to me. I'll try and encourage you, give you some Bible verses, give you um, some hope that's founded, of course, in Jesus. And don't forget, if you need some encouragement and you're a music kid just like me, we have a playlist. It's called the New Creations Playlist, and it's here on Spotify. You can get all the songs, and Spotify was so lovely as to include some songs that they also felt would be good. So the resources are here for you. I'm your sister in Christ, and I'm here for you. What do you need? God has an amazing way of giving us what we need. Sometimes what we need doesn't feel good. You're growing, you know, you're having new growth. Those other roots were cut, they were trimmed, they were pruned. And so, like I said, there are so many things that I talked about today, but the main thing is make sure you are leaving room for God to work in your life. That is the most important thing. Your relationship with Jesus is the most important thing in your life. People will leave you. Friends will leave you. Family will die and they will leave you. Sometimes they'll leave you for other reasons. God is the only one who will not leave you. So say today in your heart, in your prayer, God, I'm available. I'm going to close in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the fact that you are King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And we thank you, God, that we have the opportunity, the honor, the blessing to get to choose you and say, Lord, I am available. Here I am, Lord. Your servant is listening. So God, no matter what our season looks like, no matter what's going on, and no matter what the devil is trying to use to stop our walk with you, to stop the plans that you have in store, we come to you with joy, thanksgiving, and of course, expectation, because you are a father who gives good gifts. So Lord, don't leave us. Hear our hearts and guide us in these next steps, because you are the only thing that stands. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you again for coming. I love you so very much, and I am so blessed to get to hear some of your stories. I'm excited for next month. We're going to have our first guest, and I'm believing that that month is going to be beautiful because people are going to be coming forward and stepping out in faith, and people will be set free by what? The word of your testimony. And so I encourage you to stay tuned. God is only going to do better things with this podcast, and I'm believing he's going to do better things in your life. So let him do what only he can do in your life today. God bless you. Bye guys.